Kennedy Hall, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, cold and loud where you are, eh? It is. You can see by our breath coming out of our mouths that despite the beautiful sunshine, it is still quite frigid. Our poor cameraman, Miles, here, his fingers are all red and numb. So anyway, tell us, Kennedy, about this Emergency Measures Act. We've had all sorts of people talking to us about, you know, oh, we've declared martial law. We've, you know, this is the War Measures Act. He's declaring war on Canadians. What is going on? What's it really all about? It's the Emergencies Act. It's the remix of the War Measures Act that was used during World War One, World War Two, and during the FLQ, La Front de la Libération de Québec, it was like a uh, pseudo-terrorist organization. I think they did end up kidnapping and killing a politician. They were bad news, and that was uh, uh, Justin Trudeau's father who used that. You could debate whether or not it should have been used at the time, but nonetheless, there was a legitimate uh, threat to national security. In any case, the Emergencies Act is not the same thing necessarily as martial law. Now, I'm not trying to say that it's not bad. But I also just, I don't think it's helpful if, we, if we're not measured about what's actually happening. Okay, so what's happening is, is the Emergency Act, um, it is a set of legislation that gives various stipulations where a leader of the country could enact certain powers, um, but they're very limited. And they can only react to certain situations. So for example, if you invo invoke the Emergencies Act, you invoke it for a particular purpose. So just because the Emergencies Act contains in it something like, you know, a, a terrorist or something threat to national security, that doesn't mean that the powers that you would be given for that apply to everything else. So it seems like the prime minister is using it for the matter of public welfare. Uh, and public welfare is not the same thing as public safety. It's not the same thing as threats of violence. So whatever he's going to do, he has to have it within that stipulation. It seems like he said yesterday that basically they're going to try to go after the money. Um, what's interesting, too, is the Emergency Act does not give the prime minister any police powers. So he cannot tell the military to go and just do something carte blanche. He cannot tell. I don't even think he can tell the RCMP because they're technically um, under provincial jurisdiction when they're operating, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think the only federal agency that is federal uh, completely is CSIS. That's a whole other conversation. Um, so he can't tell the cops to go in and beat everybody up. He can't tell the RCMP to go in and shoot everybody. That's not in there whatsoever. Now, people might say, well, Trudeau doesn't care about the law. Well, that might be the case, but he is invoking it, so he's trying to use it, and that's what it says. One of the things they did, Kennedy, was they wrote in a special provision to go after cr uh, crowdfunding platforms. Obviously, uh, you know, Give, Send, Go now holding the bag, as it were, and being doxxed and everything else. Uh, we, you know, we have our own life funder, and of course, at first, the GoFundMe refused of their own accord, but they're really going after this, um, and it seems that's written in now. But even there, there's a lot of questions because Give, Send, Go is not based in Canada. The Emergencies Act does not give Trudeau emergency power over another nation. It's, it's not a, doesn't take over sovereignty. Um, so, I mean, what they're basically saying is that they're going to give the banks the power to monitor transactions. And if they think they're a part of this thing that they're deeming criminal, then they can seize the funds. Okay, fair enough. Let's just say that that's what they're going to do. I'm not really sure how that can be done effectively. I mean... The money is in the United States of America if it's in the give, give, uh, give, send, go. They can't monitor money in the United States. They don't have the jurisdiction to do so. I don't know how you would effectively monitor money coming into the country and cash gifts in private bank accounts um, that don't come from give, send, go. I mean, the truckers are very savvy people. They've got lawyers. They've got consultants. They've got doctors. They've got 
literally one of the former uh, premiers who helped write the Constitution of Canada, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, is on their side. They know the law very well. Um, I'm not trying to give any suggestions here, so Trudeau, don't listen to me here. Um, but I mean, uh, if someone was to just put the money into an account in a different country and that person were to send a cash gift and it was just from an anonymous person, there would be no, without some sort of really in-depth, uh, we're talking like like 9-11 investigation, without something like that, I'm not really sure what they hope to accomplish by this. The truckers are saying they believe this is a scare tactic, and it definitely is scary. But there are a lot of questions about how this is going to be uh, regulated. It doesn't look easy at all. I mean, TD Bank made the application to give the money, the $1 million that came into the account so far, to the courts. That's held up. Um, we had reports that there's a pastor out of Alberta who had his bank accounts frozen after he appeared on Tucker Carlson supporting the truckers. Uh, and apparently it's from the Emergency Measures Act, but none of that is yet confirmed. And even though it can be acted upon once declared, it was declared yesterday and the freezing of his account happened yesterday. Tell us about the needed clearances and, and things that have to happen yet before uh, you know this can just be go, go, go ahead with about the Senate clearance and stuff like that. There actually are stipulations about how this thing is supposed to work. So the Prime Minister can declare an emergency. It's kind of, this might be an analogy here, it's sort of the way child services works. Okay, If you talk to a police officer about how child services works, child services can actually go into a home when they think that a child is under duress or something and they don't have to have the police or a warrant to do so. Um, but that doesn't justify illegal action. So if they do so, and then it turns out that they were unjustified in doing so, they can be severely disciplined. It's just the stipulation is there. In theory, there's an emergency. If there are bombs dropping on Ottawa, the Premier doesn't have to wait seven days in Parliament to say we should probably protect citizens from bombs. <laughs> they can just go out there and do something. That's kind of the idea. But in a situation like this, what he has to do is he now has to present the thing to Parliament. Uh, it's unclear about what he can do in the next seven days. There is a week uh, Parliament has to um, basically uh, say yay or nay to this within a week. I don't know the extent of what he's allowed to do within that week because I do know he has to justify it to Parliament. There have been numerous legal professionals, both on the left and the right. The Toronto Star, which we call the Red Star, is the communist rag of Canada. It may as well be the New York Times combined with the Washington Post. and The Trudeau Star, perhaps. Yeah, it's, it's Pravda. It's Pravda. That's all it is. They've come out and said, and this is their editorial, so this is their paper's position, saying this is a really bad idea. They hate the truckers. They hate, they hate anybody who doesn't want to get 17 vaccinations. But they say, from a legal perspective, this is very dicey. This is a bad idea. The Toronto Sun, the Ottawa Sun said the same thing. The National Post said the same thing. Um, even in uh, CBC, the Communist you know, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, there were uh, lawyers' opinions saying, this is, I don't know how they're going to justify this. It doesn't meet. Uh, it's very sort of legal inside baseball. Um, but it's very dubious they can apply this. And the actual Senate is not majority uh, liberal at all. Most of them are independents, and the only political party in there that's officially affiliated is the Conservative Party of Canada, who are vehemently against this. And even if it does go through the Parliament and does go through the Senate in a timely manner, it is it is uh, permissible, and I think it actually is required if it's desired to have an immediate constitutional challenge that has to go to the highest courts. We are in for a very legal mess, and it is far from certain what's going to happen. Yeah, I was also hearing today that several premiers have come out against the Emergency Measures Act as well. Yep. Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, and Quebec. Uh, Doug Ford has not, surprising. But that's not insignificant. And uh, one of the allies right now against Trudeau is actually the province of Quebec and the Bloc Québécois, which is the Quebec Nationalist Party. But the reason is, and it's, I, I understand the reason, it's about sovereignty. And again, let's just, for the sake of argument, 
you know, let's give the best strongman argument we can here to try to see how this could be represented. I can see the logic behind using special police powers for things that happen at borders. I don't agree with the animus towards the border protests right now because I believe that the you know that the 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 impetus behind it is justified for freedom and so forth. However, borders are technically a national thing. Let's just take that as it is. So I can see how a lawyer for the government could say, well we have to have smooth travel between our borders for reasons of national security and so forth. I get the logic behind it. But the thing that's happening in Ottawa, this is not affecting the nation. It's only in one province. There is no violence. It's a protest, and also in the Emergencies Act, it's very clear that um, constitutional, i.e. charter rights, have to be respected, um, which we say to ourselves, well, they haven't respected them at all over the last uh, two years. Well, that may be true, um, but the federal government herself hasn't actually done much over the last two years. It's been the provinces. Um, So this is uncharted territory. You know, people keep saying, well, this is like a globalist test case, and they're just, but you know... When the Toronto Star, when the Trudeau Star comes out and says this is bad, you've pretty much lost almost all of the media except for a few zealots on television. Um, I'm not really sure what they're trying to accomplish with this. No, it's incredible. Yesterday, the Conservatives put forward the measure to get rid of all the mandates. The, they were supported by the bloc. Unfortunately, unbelievably in a way, the NDP went with the Liberals because the NDP were supposed to be the party of the working men. And here are all these working men and women who are away from their families. Uh, it's just incredible stuff happening here. LifeSite has got a ton of video out there. We're putting up more every day, covering the truckers from coast to coast and finding out what's happening. Please tune in direct to LifeSiteNews.com and check out all we have to offer. Kennedy, thanks for being with us. All right, have a good day. Stay warm. God bless you all. We have been warning everyone who would listen and attempting to build up alternative platforms to continue to reach you. We have established ourselves on all sorts of platforms I'm going to explain in a minute, but the most important thing to do is come direct to LifeSiteNews.com because there we will always be. But we've also established ourselves on platforms like Parler and MeWe and our videos can be found on Rumble as well. We would love to see each of you on those platforms too as they are not censoring or suppressing the truth that we are sharing every single day. More than these alternative social media platforms, we highly encourage you to subscribe to our email newsletter. We have really built up a large list of loyal readers on our email marketing platform, and we have prepared several backup plans for, well, I want to say if, but it's really when, we are removed from our current platform as well. Additionally, I really encourage you, as I said before, to make it a regular habit to go directly to lifesitenews.com. Make it your homepage. While all of these different platforms are an excellent way to curate your news, going directly to our website means that you will never encounter any censorship or sudden loss of LifeSite News reporting. Here's the thing. We will never stop sharing the truth. We founded this organization with the mission to be the life, family, and culture source for men and women who seek to know the truth. We have established a track record of honest reports, and this will never stop, even with censorship happening around the globe. Again, I'm encouraging you to join us on Parler, MeWe, Rumble, and on our email list. You can find all the direct links in the description of this video. May God bless you and keep you, and we are so thankful that you've chosen to follow and support LifeSite News. 
I'm John Henry Weston, co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News.